Aloha beautiful people. I'm your host Sarah Fletcher and you're listening to The Mermaid Medium. Come journey with me as we dive deep weekly into topics of spirituality and self-development with a stellar cast of guest speakers who are highly acclaimed in their fields of expertise. You're listening to The Mermaid Medium. I take this time to pay our respect to elders past, present and the ones that are yet to come on all of the lands upon which we stand, work and play. We pay our respect to the ones who have cared for this land and held all of the wisdom and knowledge that is sacred to all of the people of this land, the First Nations people. How beautiful people and welcome to the Mermaid Medium. You're with your host Sarah Fletcher. This week I've been thinking about all about how important it is for us to step into our power and speak up with our truth because of course nobody else is going to do it for you, right? So this is your one creative, beautiful, incredible life that you're here living in this incarnation, in this physical vessel, here and now. What are you going to do with it? That's the question. What are you going to do with it? Over the past weekend, I was at MBS Mind Body Spirit Festival in Sydney, and I had the great honor to read for about 55 people, which was, you know, epic to say the least. And every time that I do a reading, whether it's 20 minutes or an hour and a half, I do a plug-in meditation at the beginning. And this is to ground, connect, protect our energy. And so I, you know, in reflection, in hindsight, I'm like, wow, I did 55 plus meditations over the weekend. It was incredible because every single one was different. But the reason I bring this story is because I got to share in other people's story. I got to hear about their journey and of course read for them. Now, one of my passions when reading is not just to deliver information that's relevant and um, for here and now, but it's really about getting to the root cause of repetitive patterns. It's really about getting to the root cause of what keeps us stuck or bound and yeah, helping people, sending people on their way with tools that are going to be useful to integrate into their life so that they can perhaps move past certain recurring patterns or paradigms that play out, limiting beliefs, thoughts, etc. And so I had such the great pleasure to, to be able to do this for so many over the weekend. And of course, lots of really beautiful um, testimonials landed in my inbox after those um, those four days. And wow, 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 wow. Like this work never stops amazing me. And so here's the invitation this week. And this is what I'll say to you all. I'll always say this. The invitation is to step into your power, step into your truth, step into your voice, step into your best version of you. If not here and now, then when? And this is scary. This can be really scary. It can be intimidating. It can be overwhelming. But ultimately, you're the one that gets to make the call. 
Yeah. I'm learning this every day in so many ways and it's confronting and it can be scary and it doesn't always work the way you planned, but you keep showing up and you keep showing up and you keep showing up. So that's the invitation. Move past fear into your best life. Then the other thought for the week was, of course, and I say this one a little bit, but yeah, just how important it is to get into our physical body and be supported by the natural world. I really notice it when um, when I'm not, when I'm not aligned, my body feels it, my body notices it, and so does my energetic well-being. So today I'm making a point of, after I've done this recording, to get out and plug my feet into the beautiful sand and salt water and connect. And it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. All you need is a patch of land. And that could be a park. Or that could be a backyard. Wherever. And just connect. Feel the sun on your skin. The warmth. Feel the wind in your hair. You know. And drink plenty of water flushing, flushing, flushing. We're moving through big eclipse and post-eclipse energies at the moment and there's so much coming up. So go easy on yourself, yeah? Really, really have time and space set aside to integrate what's happening, what's coming up because there's a lot. We're all feeling it. I've had so many clients talk about it. I felt it myself in a big way this week. And yeah, it does feel like it's impacted my nervous system. So I'm going to be following up with a bit of body work to really help to support the integration of that level up. Now, if you're looking for an incredible all-round medium, healer and animal communicator, Hermine, founder of Healing Knowledge Harmony, is a medium, mentor and animal communicator. Using direct channeling and clear senses, her primary focus is supporting you on your spiritual journey, connecting with past lives and your guides to connect to your higher self. Hermin works with your beloved animal companions too. You can find her on Facebook, Insta and on her website, healingknowledgeharmony.com. For today's collective three card read, I've worked from Guardian Angel Messages Tarot, beautiful Radley Valentine's deck, which is illustrated by Dan Craig. The illustrations, can I just say, are everything. The illustrations in this particular deck are next to none. Like I, I, I love tarot decks and I rarely find decks that encompass it all. And to me, this deck if you've ever seen it or if you've never seen it, go check it out. It encompasses it all. It's such a fun deck to read um, and really relevant, really relatable. So many clients comment on how beautiful the imagery is in this deck and it really um, connects to people. So the first card is release, endings, transformation and freedom. And this time, wow, was isn't it ever? It's this so, it's the time to move through. It's the Phoenix Firebird energy. And that's the picture on this card. It is the Phoenix Firebird. It's about renewal. It's about rebirth. It's about moving forward into a new energetic frequency. And um, finally, burning away those last remnants and letting that go so that you can step up. The next card is the three of fire card, goals, expansion and vision. Now, while this card can indicate a trip overseas uh, or, or a trip of, of sorts, 
really we're talking about goals, expansion and vision. So looking at what you want to achieve and accomplish in this life, looking at measurable timeframes, um, looking at the vision for your future, looking at how you want to expand and live in your highest frequency. So these three cards are very aligned with each other. In fact, they're part of uh, part of a really beautiful picture here. And then the following card is the moon, intuition, illusion, and revelation. This is about, you know the story, which wolf do you feed? The wolf that ails you or the wolf that heals you? This is like that, okay? So what are you giving your time and energy away to? This is about placing your intuition at the top. This is about connecting with that deepest part of yourself and knowing that is always trying to guide you. Where is your true north? And of course, the illusion is where are you deceiving yourself or where are you being deceived? Where are you not seeing what you need to see to clearly move forward? Where are you playing small or hiding? Where could you shine? Yeah. And the revelation is the aha moment. Aha. We all have those moments, don't we? The light bulb moment where it comes in and it drops in. And that is often not just your beautiful intuition, but is that connection from the spiritual world and the guidance that lands for you. So take the best and leave the rest. And always so much love and gratitude to you all. If you're after an incredible naturopath, shamanic energy healer, mindfulness and meditation guide and mentor, then look no further. I work with Sarah Sonara Diamond and the results have been absolutely unbelievable. Sarah's service and passion here on Mother Earth is assisting in alchemizing relationships of all types, first and foremost with yourself and by extension all others. After all, life is all about being in a relationship with everything around us. Her approach and philosophy is rewilding through the heart which means gently coming back into our heart space and reconnecting to our magical space of love, kindness and compassion, forgiveness and softness, courage and bravery and authenticity. To keep coming back to a state of remembering who we are. Working with Sarah is a pathway to knowing yourself on a deeper level so that the choices that you make are coming from your heart rather than from program belief systems. It's all about reconnecting to our inner truth so that our joy, light and essence can shine through brighter than before. You can find Sarah Sanara Diamond at www.sanaralife and on Insta at sanara.wild.soul.divine-being. Check her out. Daily practice is such an important part of our self-development and a really accessible tool is journaling, one of my own go-tos on a daily. I absolutely love the Tides of Change journal, which is a nautically themed journal designed by psychologist, yoga and dance teacher, Poppy E. Atru. Through the power of guided journaling, you'll learn to identify your core values, set goals aligned with your truest desires and chart your course towards an authentic life that you love. 
Whether you're seeking personal or professional growth, this journal will help you stay on track and motivated to manifest your wildest dreams. To order your Tides of Change journal, go to wellnessarts.com.au forward slash shop. Paula McFarlane is an intuitive and NLP coach. Her mission is to empower women break through limiting beliefs and share their unique music with the world. She is passionate about personal growth and lasting change. After losing her husband to cancer in 2013, Paula stepped away from her corporate role and her six-figure salary and began a journey of self-discovery that ultimately led her to coaching. When you lose your partner, you lose all the hopes and dreams you had for the future. You have to really dig deep to redefine who you are, your desires, your dreams and your truth. You realize that life is way too short to continue feeling like you're not enough or to hold yourself back because your perfectionism or imposter syndrome gets in the way. The moment to shed all of your perceived obstacles to arrive at your true potential, the time to act is now. So today I am so thrilled to have Paula McFarlane on with us today. Aloha Paula and welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking and thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, Paula is joining us all the way from New Zealand so we're very lucky. Now, Paula McFarlane is an intuitive business coach and you work, I know you work with a lot of women. Could you please tell us, Paula, a little bit about what you do? So I, I do mostly work with women and most of the women have a business. Uh, and, and so I use um, NLP as one of my key tools, but mostly I work intuitively. Um, NLP neuro-linguistic programming so essentially I'm, I'm guiding my clients to whatever it is that's getting in the way of uh, them accessing what they want to access and then we're using the tools of NLP to shift that. So what are some of the key themes that you see re-emerging time and time again that um, people need to sort of work through in order to to move past so often my clients will show up with things like imposter syndrome procrastination they're feeling stuck they can't make decisions and so we're looking at how do we strip back the layers of what's actually going on underneath that so uh, what is it that they believe about themselves that is becoming this perceived obstacle to them actually stepping into their potential. Oh, that's so powerful. That's such powerful work, Paula. Mm. And do you, obviously you're going on a journey with every one of these people. Do you find that through this process um, you're always learning new things about yourself at the same time? Absolutely. Um, And as I'm sure you experience as well Sarah when you're working with people and working intuitively sometimes you're sharing stuff with them or you're landing on spots where you know that that message you're sharing with them is actually for you as well absolutely there's so much reflection work that goes on yeah yeah 
Yeah, and I, I like to think that, you know, I, I'm I'm really only a few steps ahead of most of my clients. Um, the last 10 years, particularly for me, has been a big journey of really understanding all of the um, beliefs that I've created about my life and myself and my ability and working through healing that so that I can then uh, support other people to do the same. So what does a day in the life of you look like, Paula? Uh, well, I spent a bit of time for me. It's really important to be setting up my day in a way that works. So I'm someone who meditates when I wake up every morning. So I'll wake up, I'll meditate, I'll do a bit of journaling, and then it's for the day. Um, it depends what's on that day. Sometimes I'm working in an office. Uh, if I have clients that uh, have been referred to me through a business or through the government here in New Zealand or if I'm working with private clients, it'll be at home on Zoom or perhaps for the coaching group that's um, coming face to face. Um, I really like to fit in a dog walk. I have a little dog, live near the beach, so I like to get to the beach with the dog at some point during the day, although I won't be doing that today because the weather is terrible. Oh. We've got good weather here today, so I'm very happy about that. I, I, I must say, yeah. Paula, I do enjoy all your beautiful um, dog and beach posts. I really love those. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. It was important to me to choose to live near the beach because um, I really do feel restored by being down there. Yeah, I hear. Mm. So, Paula, where did this um, – I don't want to say spiritual journey because we're always on a spiritual unfolding in our lifetime, but where does the journey start for you in your biography of awakening to all of these other possibilities and ways of living and supporting women? Like where did that journey begin for you? Uh, you know, I think I've been on that journey my whole life, really. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, I'm sure you can probably relate to that in some way, shape or form. And I certainly feel like the work that I've done in the past has kind of led me to where I am. But um, right before I decided to start my own business, I had been working for a big natural medicine company. I'd been working for them for 10 years and I was managing a big team of sales reps here in New Zealand and recognising that some of my team weren't able to really kind of hit their target confidently yeah. and there was a couple in the team who it didn't matter what I tried in terms of supporting them we just couldn't get them across the line and so I started to get curious about what was different with them and the rest of my team who it was always really easy to work with and, and to help them identify where their growth was and so that's what led me to coaching and at the same, so I started coaching them. We started to get results. I started working with some of our customers and getting results. And then at the same time, my husband was really ill. Uh, and sadly, he passed away uh, 10 years ago in 2013. Um, and that sort of just for me was a line in the sand moment, as you can imagine, with just realizing that, uh, you know, it was time for me to kind of step into what I felt called to do rather than uh, hiding from what my true nature really was. And, you know, when you lose someone that's close to you, it takes you on that journey of really rethinking, you know, what is it I'm actually doing here? 
and you know what what are the parts of me and because I'm afraid to share them with the world and what would it be like if I chose to let down the walls and start to do that and yeah and so it's it's certainly been a journey I've been coaching now for seven years and every year I've learned something new about myself and um, become and I think a better coach because of it you know it's interesting you say that Paula because just before this call I was going through my diary and looking at all of the appointments and dates and clients and everything that I've had throughout this whole year and I thought wow what epic growth there's been in this one year it's just been phenomenal and of course you've just shared about this whole process of of losing your beloved partner and I can't even imagine what that was like to go through I mean I did lose my brother when I was younger but yeah I suppose it's just it's never easy to say goodbye but you know a partner that's that's yeah huge yeah, it, it is, you know, your essentially your plans, your dreams, your hopes for the future all kind of just disappear overnight and you're left in this place of, well, what well, what am I even here for? Um, but, you know, at, over time as you grieve, you start to realise, well, you're here, you must be here for something. And I guess that's what kept me moving forward was, well, I am here, so I must be here for something, you know, yeah. and, um Yeah. And now you help people through this process. Yeah, and, you know, one of my big drivers was my late husband because personally I feel like he was someone who had an amazing gift to share with the world, but, you know, he never really got much of a chance because his life only lasted for 43 years. And, you know, what, what I knew about him, what I knew of the person he was, wasn't necessarily shared with the world because, you know, of his own perceptions about himself, his what, own limits. What limit. was his gift? What was he, what was his beautiful light, Paula? He was an amazing teacher. Um, he actually was essentially a tradie. He, he was a builder, but he was very, very clever in terms of he could basically build anything. So he did, he would build, um, you know, normal things, uh, houses and pergolas and bathrooms but he would also build computer networks and computers and things like that so he was he was a a massive problem solver and he was very good at teaching other people amazing ways of doing things as well but he never realized how good he was at that because he wasn't able to receive the acknowledgement uh, from the people that he worked with you know he you know when you don't believe your personally I'd i i think 100% he was we were similar in that we didn't believe we were good enough when you don't believe you're good enough you can't receive what other people are sharing with you about how you've impacted their life yeah wow yeah because you're filtering you're filtering life through the lens of I'm not good enough so all you ever see is reason to believe that you're not good enough you know so we have to actually strip that back take off the um, the lenses of I'm not good enough to be able to see what life looks like without it. How do you, uh, you know, how do you, I mean, this must be a huge thread with what you work with, with people. I'm not good enough. Imposter syndrome. Who am yeah. I to? Um, 
how do you traverse that with people? Obviously, there's a process, right? But like in a nutshell, in layman's terms, for people that really have never worked with what you do, how how does that look? Well, you know, um, essentially, and and most people can relate to this. All of the things that we believe about ourselves were were often formed before the age of seven. Yeah, and so when you think about that, you know and that we carry all those younger versions of ourselves inside, most people can remember a teacher or a moment with an adult or a peer where something was said or something happened that that created this feeling of not enoughness inside them. And it can be as simple as, you know, when a child brings a, a treasured piece of artwork to an adult and in that moment that adult just doesn't have the time to take a moment to look at it, to acknowledge it. And that child will make meaning out of that moment. And that meaning will often be, I'm not good at art or I'm not creative. We have such a responsibility as adults and parents, don't we? I'm just thinking about, you know, my own children. And of course, I'm a school teacher as well. And yeah, you're right. You know, sometimes even with my own kids, I'm just reflecting as you're saying this. And there's just so many things you're doing in the day and processing through your mind. And, yeah, sometimes we don't have the time to stop and give something what it needs. or And then that could be the moment. That could be the moment. So how? what's your mm-hmm. advice? What's your pearl of wisdom for people, like just everyday people going through life and, you know, trying to do your best and you your lack of time or awareness might be that moment that contributes to somebody's story like how how do we navigate that well firstly we can't we can't in lots of ways because we can never know what someone's going to make meaning of we can never know what a child's going to make meaning of they'll make meaning of whatever is impactful for them and and we can't preempt that in any way shape or form and you know I've worked with clients who've had incredibly traumatic childhoods and I've also worked with clients who've had what they would describe as idyllic childhoods, and they still have created meaning about things that have then become a limit as an adult. So we need to kind of let ourselves off the hook of being able to monitor all of that and strip it right back to what is it that children really need. They need to know that they're loved. They need to know that they have their basic needs met. And then if we can also teach them to believe in themselves, and to know that trying is the best way to find out how to do something, then I think we set them up to be able to navigate life as an adult from through the lens of I believe in me. Yeah. You know, and I know that I can try this. Yeah. Yeah. We do um, often, my children and I, not all of them, but just the ones that feel like it at the time, do like morning manifestations and mantras and they see me sitting on my bed and doing them in the morning. So sometimes they pop in and join, which is very heartwarming. I I feel like that's, you know, something really positive that's happening. And, um, yeah, I feel like sometimes, yeah, we do as parents just beat ourselves up about all of the ways in which we seemingly fail or you know but it, it's it's yeah moving forward we're not perfect but we just move forward with that in mind I suppose yeah, yeah definitely I agree I think you know 
yeah, if if your child knows that they're loved and they're encouraged to believe in themselves, uh, then they're a lot less likely to grow up uh, as limited as, as some of us have. Yeah. You know? And all of that, you know, the meditation, the manifestation, the affirmations that we're exposing them to now that that were just not there when we were kids, it's only it's only gonna make things better. Yeah. It's only gonna make the next generation stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, Paula and I actually met on an online group, which was run by a mutual um, friend of ours. And it was a fabulous container where we did a lot of work on developing our psychic selves and connecting to all things intuition. And yeah, Paula had such a beautiful aura and energy about her within the group, always really beautiful things to contribute. And um I just adored your energy from there. What have you, through the process of that learning um, and growth, what what have you come away with that you now integrate into your work or your daily practice or your life? Yeah, I mean, thank you for that. It, it was a, a beautiful experience to be in that group and to be able to share that together. Uh, and I think for me it's it's really reinforced a lot of things that, I was doing anyway, but it's helped me add to that, add extra layers to that. You know, I think whenever we enter a a circle or a container like that, it's like strengthening the muscle that that we're already working. And when it comes to all things spiritual, to me, that's really important. Um, The key things for me is that I'm an empath, so I feel other people's feelings. So that's a really useful tool for me when I'm working with my clients because I can feel what they're holding and so I can guide them to that. But that does also mean I really need to need to take really good care of my own energy. And I think there's been times when I've been less um, vigilant and have ended up drained and a little bit burnt out. And so what that container gave me was an opportunity to really reinforce my own practices for taking care of my own energy oh that's powerful and yeah. yeah and and I think you know it really renewed my trust in in my own ability but also my trust in the community of women yeah you know it was just something really special to feel that kind of support and I, I think that uh in my life that's actually been really rare but it was nice to really be able to reopen the door on uh, women supporting women and being together in a container like that. I remember that once you mentioned something about um, younger women and I found that really fascinating in that moment and I wondered, like, have you have you worked with that thread your entire life, sort of like, you know, with younger women coming into your world and working with younger women maybe um, you've got this beautiful wisdom and sage energy to impart sort of thing. How does that work now for you? I, I guess it's not really conscious but because um, I kind of at that point now where I just am who I am. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm actually just thinking right now about the client that I had before the call today who is, is a younger woman and she's just setting up a business and she's got so much enthusiasm and energy and passion for it. But, you know, she's she's bumping up against the same obstacles 
that we all do, you know, belief in herself and then some of the how do you fit the moving parts of your business together. And and for me, one of the greatest things I've I've learnt really on my own by having to kind of trip over myself enough times is that a lot of the times we just need to come back to ourselves as that guiding point. And I think, you know, a big part of my journey, particularly when I was a child, I had, you know, difficult school experiences with friendships was realising that until I'm a friend to myself, until I'm a really good friend to myself, then I'm not going to find those connections on the outside either. I was just saying to client this morning that exactly that, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of my clients are like, what's my purpose? I'm looking for my purpose. And I actually believe through my experience that our purpose is to be 100% fully and completely ourselves. So what I love about working with younger women is I get them to navigate their way back to the core of who they are, to the truth of who they are, to realize that the soul that they are doesn't live inside their head, you know? Yeah. It's bringing them back to their heart and to their core and to where that leads them and to know that they can always come back to that place and um, reconnect with themselves and, and to feel the nourishment from doing that. Oh, you're doing some great work in this world, Paula. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm pretty sure you are too, Sarah. Thank you. So, um, yeah. Paula, what are you offering at the moment where to next for you and what where can people find you and work with you and all of that biz well I guess one of the most exciting things for me in the last 12 months has been moving more into um, presenting facilitating and speaking and so um, I've I have spoken at two conferences this year so really really looking forward to more opportunities to do that to kind of share my journey through loss and navigating my way out the other side of that and then some of the tools that I found most useful that um, people can then apply in their own life Um, and so so that's a big part of what I do but I I also work one-on-one with people I generally take people through four sessions over about six or eight weeks and we spend those four four sessions really doing a deep dive into what is it that's getting in the way what's the belief at the bottom and when we get to the bottom of that well how do we get rid of that belief and and install something that's going to work better for you and then let's look at life through the lens of that new belief and how uh, it's changing and what your new aspirations are what the next steps are um yeah so people can access me through my website through instagram yeah and what is all of those things what is that address my website is www.paulamcfarlane.com yep and my instagram is paula.insightcoach paula.insightcoach yes so my business is insight coaching oh Thank you so much for coming on and sharing today, Paula. That's my pleasure. And, yeah, so, guys, if you would like to connect with Paula McFarlane, you've got the where to and, yeah, 
there's a whole lot to check out. I've been on the website and it's just so beautifully laid out and couldn't be clearer. Well, until next time, take care. Thanks, Paula. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Bye. Spring Willow is this beautiful, magical sanctuary space that I visit every time I'm on the northern beaches of Sydney. It's located at Balgala, where individual treatments are offered to cater for many needs a person might have. Larissa, who I've known for over 25 years now, amazing, beautiful human being, draws from many modalities, including shiatsu, energy healing, crystal balls, and sound therapy to provide a supportive session that allows your body's natural healing and balancing abilities to restore a sense of well-being. Also offered a crystal alchemy bowl sessions in a group setting or one-on-one to amplify and magnify positive change. Larissa makes the most incredible ceremonial tools, which I personally use for my energy work and space and land clearing and ceremony. You can find out all about what Larissa's offering at Spring Willow Healing on Insta. If you have pains or blocks in your life and nothing is shifting, if you want to connect with your higher self and the universe with more ease and flow, then Wendy Buckingham is the lady to see. Wendy sees energies of all kinds. She connects to the angels and guides of love and light to help to clear away karma with your permission, of course, so that you feel more like you. Wendy works in person and internationally via Zoom, hands-free, all higher dimension energy work. So contact Wendy Buckingham on Facebook. beautiful people that brings us to the end of today's episode it's been such a pleasure to share the journey with you and as always so much love and so much gratitude and until next time 